get the picture. I'm May. And I'm Casey. On this episode, we're going to do things a little bit differently. So last week's episode, uh, episode one, we talked about the vessel. And out of that, we pulled from the scripture in Proverbs where it says, out of the abundance of the heart, come out And so we thought it would be really good for us to share what are the things that we have been putting in abundance for, um, in our hearts so that as we're speaking, those things are coming out of us. Because um, you'll notice that in that episode, there were some things that um, were said that may be kind of challenging uh, to a believer if they're not filled with that word first. You see, whenever we're talking about walking in faith and walking in the fullness of the things that God has for us, we have to first get a vision of that. We have to find it in the scripture. It has to be revealed to us in God's word, and it has to be planted in our hearts first. Yes. And then from there, we water it with the word. And then it takes root and it is able to sprout up and grow and turn into this tree that can't be uprooted. And so the things that we talked about in uh, the last episode, we are firm believers in those things. And the way that we've become firm believers in those things is we had to really establish ourselves in the word of God. And so this episode, we're going to be sharing a few scriptures that we've been meditating on for quite some time now that we believe has helped us become more and more established in the word. Um, and just given different tips and ways that um, we go about our study time, the way that we um, really fellowship with the Holy Spirit so that he's able to reveal those things to us so that as we're ministering to you and as we're living out our daily lives, we're able to walk in such a boldness that nothing can shake us. And I want to say before I pass it on over to Nay that um, as we all get to that place of having this confidence and this boldness in the Holy Spirit and in the word that he shares us, we have to understand and remember that it's not a confidence in ourselves, but it's confidence in the established word of God because God's word is the truth. It is the truth. And so nothing else that we see matters because at the end of the day, his word is going to stand. And so we're going to share what um, we believe um, we've been getting from the word and from Holy Spirit. And uh, we're going to just pour out into you. So one of the many scriptures that I've been meditating on for a while comes from Second Chronicles 14. And I pretty much read throughout the whole chapter and um, just kind of bounce around with scriptures. And I've been mainly looking at it out of the Amplified Classic version. And honestly, I don't know how I ended up over here. It's just one day, Holy Spirit led me there because I didn't even know anything about uh, King Asa or anything. But I I trusted Holy Spirit that he would bring out the revelation um, in the due time and all those things. And so... I'm just going to share some of the things that I've gotten out of it and how I've been able to just fill my vessel with that word so that out of um, my mouth that flows out whenever um, it was it was time for it to. And so in uh, verse two, it said, and Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord, his God. He took away the foreign altars and the high places and broke down the idol pillars or obelisks, then cut down the Asherah, the symbols of the goddess Asherah. And he commanded Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, to inquire of and for him and crave him as a vital necessity and to obey the law and the commandment. He took out all the um, the idols 
He took down all the high places and the instant altars. So basically it goes through and it talks about how Asa pretty much cleansed the entire city that he was um, ruling over. And that caught my attention. But then on down in the um, later in the chapter, it talked about how um, they began to worship the Lord and they began to cry out. And eventually Asa and his people were met with war. And so we know during that time, like, you know, in order to gain territory or um, control over an, a particular area or resource, you had to go to war. And so Asa and his people went to war. And because they sought the Lord as a necessity, um, they were very successful. But what stuck out to me, and this is something that I've shared with others and that I'll share with you, is that it all started with the head of the nation, with King Asa where it starts out in verse two and it says and Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God and so that was something that really stuck out to me that in this um in this particular season that I'm in where God is placing me um at the head of certain things and that I'm stepping more into my leadership roles that I have to make sure that I'm doing what's right in the sight of God not that I'm doing what's right in the sight of man or what I think that other people want or expect of me but I have to make sure that at the end of the day that whatever it is that I'm doing and whatever I have my heart set to do it has to please God otherwise it's not going to work and so I'm not going to go through and read the full uh scriptures because I actually go all the way through chapter 16 there was a time where Asa stopped seeking the Lord and he stopped doing what was right in the sight of God and as a result of that, he ended up becoming a defeated nation because these other nations began to rise up against him and they began to defeat them in war. And so they began to lose territory. They began to lose people, all these things. And so I began to ask Holy Spirit. I was like, okay, God, what do you want to reveal to me personally out of this? And God just really highlighted the importance of seeking him and making sure that my heart's desire is to please him and him alone. And so um, I know that a lot of times um, we have these people that we look up to that we want to make proud and there's nothing wrong with that. But if we don't first seek the Lord on, in what it is that we should be doing, if we don't make sure that our heart posture is to do what is good and right in the eyes of the Lord, then everything else doesn't matter. And that's how we can very literally lead ourselves to defeat because it is God that gives us the victory. It is God that holds the victory for us. He has the plan. He knows exactly what he's put us here for. And so what better way to ensure victory time and time again than to go to the one that knows it all. He knows our end from our beginning. So we go and we seek him in his word and we seek him by fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit in prayer and meditation, that time of consecration and as we're doing that we do just like um asa did and we cleanse ourselves of anything that is not like god and sometimes that can be a very uncomfortable and difficult thing to do in and of ourselves and what i mean by that is when we're doing the self-reflection and we're asking holy spirit you know reveal in my um in my heart whatever is not like you or whatever is not pleasing we'll tend to 
turn a blind eye to that sometimes because we don't want to see ourselves that way we don't want to actually expose ourselves and like you know what god i thought that my heart was right and pleasing towards you but there's some areas in my life in my heart that have some very wicked ways and that's not to say that we're walking in sin like blatant sin but so easily pride can set itself up in our lives and I know for me personally that's something that I deal with because especially when you're someone that's very knowledgeable or well versed in certain things we can have a tendency just like King Asa did where okay I got this track record of being victorious and so I think I got it from here God so I don't need you anymore and you know saying it out loud is like absurd but mm-hmm. that's what we say in our hearts yeah. and in our actions and so out of that Holy Spirit began to just bring to my attention and to remind me that as I'm going through these different seasons and I'm um, encountering these different things to never ever forget to seek him and to make sure that my heart is right and pleasing to him because just like I got victory before because um, for seeking him I'm going to get victory after victory because I'm seeking him not because Kennedy is so great not because I'm doing all the right things or anything like that and all those things are important they're great but it is God that gives me the victory and so I never ever ever want to get to the place where I've elevated myself above seeking God I don't ever want to get to the place where I feel like I'm too good to seek God even for the small things um and then to kind of tie into this scripture I'm not going to go there but we know the scripture where it says uh trust in the Lord um and seek him and acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our paths and that's something that I've been allowing the Holy Spirit to fine-tune in me is trusting him in all of my ways acknowledging him in every single thing that I do even the things that I may feel like are just like oh God's not concerned with that like he doesn't care about this he cares about everything that we care about and he wants to be involved in everything that we're involved in that pleases him and so why wouldn't I want to get him involved in that because I'm guaranteed success in it if Mm -hmm. I do and so it's just things like that that I've been filling my vessel up with so that whenever I'm faced with the opportunity to lean on my own understanding or to do things the way that I always do it um, I'm going to Holy Spirit and I'm asking him well I've done it like this before, but would you have me to do it, do it another way? And I believe in doing that, we begin to embody more and more having Christ as not just our Savior, but our Lord. He's the one that lords over me. And for someone that just has it in their heart to just not be submissive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, that would sound very oppressive. But for me and for believers that understand that submission is empowerment that's very liberating because I don't have to sit up and try to figure it out anymore um I can just go to him he's the one that has the plan for my success and so even though I may be pretty familiar with this particular um area of life God you got it and I just leave it at that and so that's what I have to share as far as what I've been filling my vessel up with and I believe that um as 
pressure is being applied and that you know when there's places of the squeeze those are the things that come out of me more and more now because out of the abundance my heart is speaking the word um what I've been filling up with so something that I have been filling my vessel with is of course the word of God (laughs) 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 but and all but let's be serious for just a second I'm not gonna get on here and play I have um, been in a season in my life for a while now to where um, it's I didn't think that I had an issue with trusting God until he revealed to me that I did Mm -hmm. and the thing with that was it was just like yeah I Lord I would say all the time Lord whatever you want to do I trust you but then every time I said that, I, I just kept saying over and over again but I wasn't living that way mm-hmm. and even though I kept saying it over and over and because I was saying it over and over I thought that you know of course I trust you God like, yeah. yeah yeah duh but that one day that I said it and he finally gave me the revelation and revealed to me the things that were actually going on in my life and that I wasn't willing to accept mm-hmm. he was like no you you actually don't trust me I was like but I do he said well then why do you treat me as if I'm your child and you're a helicopter parent <laughs> he said anything that I try to do you always ask me but is it but what if but how and when he was like I was micro I've been micromanaging God in my life and trying to call the shots and be a helicopter parent towards him and not letting him do anything that he wanted to do in my life Mm -hmm. and one of the scriptures that he led me to that I read plenty of times over and over again and the reason that I was being that way towards God is because I had gotten to a point in my life to where I was experiencing a lot of hurt Mm -hmm. from some people that are within my life and because of that it caused me to not trust you know caused me not to trust people at all and because of that I it was a reflection of me not trusting God yeah because certain people hurt me and the fact that I realized that I really couldn't trust the people that I thought I could trust, then subconsciously it made me feel like as if that I wasn't trusting God, if that makes sense. Yeah, you were attaching those feelings to God. I was attaching those feelings to God, and because I started micromanaging relationships in my life and setting boundaries, I started setting too many boundaries. And those boundaries overlaid into the spirit realm to where I wasn't allowed, allowing God to do what he wanted to do in my life. You were boxing him in. I was boxing wow. him in. Yeah. And so he basically told me, he was like, you have all of these questions about your future and that's fine. We can talk about it. He said, but if you're, if you want to at least see one of these things come to pass in your life that I have spoken over you you have to let me in and do what I do and you have to stop being a helicopter over me mm-hmm. and he was like I don't know why you do that when I'm omnipresent and I, I know everything yeah. 
he said but the thing is is that you don't know everything and because of your limited understanding that's why you have to lean on mine Mm. and so he led me to proverbs chapter (laughs) 3 verse 5 where he says trust in the lord this is out of the passion translation says trust in the lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions with all your heart rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make become intimate with him and whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go and since that day he told me that i was treating him like a helicopter parent now when i now when i you know approach the things that god has called me to and the things that he tells me to and there's some uncertainty there and and the wilds of the unknown of whatever that is not to quote myself on that (laughs) (laughs) but seriously the wilds of the unknown can be scary yeah and and the beautiful thing that i realized that holy spirit does is that so for those of you that don't know i am a writer and one thing that i do is i have a segment on my blog that comes up from time to time called letters to strangers and in those letters as i'm as i think that i'm writing over other people and writing letters to other people and writing these poems and stuff over situations that i think are just hypothetical it's really holy spirit's way of allowing me to write over my own life Mm. because in that poem the wilds of the unknown that i wrote it was holy spirit revealing to me that in every season that i enter it's gonna be full of unknowns because i don't know the end result like he does but one thing that i can do which was the the main thing of the poem is that i'm gonna trust god in every season and so as i'm in the hallway of a season and I don't know if whether if I should open the door and go into it because I don't know what's behind it. But what I am going to do is I'm going to trust God and open the door. Yeah. That's basically what he's been dealing with me with in this season of my life is just putting all of my trust in him and not saying it as like a cliche, but actually believing it. Yeah. Because it's a it's a difference whenever we just say it. You know, like yeah, I trust in the Lord. Yeah, I do. Because why would we not say? Because why would we not say that? But do I actually mean it? And if I do, is it a ref- is my life reflecting that yeah. that I trust Him? Uh-huh. Because if it is, then it's going to be the desires of my heart that's according to His will is what I'm going to have. Yeah. So yeah, that's just. I mean, it's not a lot of what He's been dealing with like not a bunch of things but that little thing is very significant but i want to let you all know that even though that you know the these things that holy spirit may reveal to you may not be like this big extravagant testimony it doesn't have to be it's the simple fact that i needed to know how to trust god fully in every part of my life when it comes to my career my relationships and everything that I needed to trust him and I want you all to take away from this is that to 
literally trust in the Lord with all of your heart. All of it. And lean not on your own understanding. Because whenever I was leaning on my own understanding, I was ending up in places that I didn't want to be. I was constantly confused. I was, I thought that I was the pilot. Baby, I was driving that, yes, I was definitely driving an airplane. (laughs) But (laughs) I was definitely flying that airplane. And yeah, you couldn't tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. And then we like to blame it on God when it don't work out. Yeah, it was like, but God, you said. Why you ain't stop me? Exactly. (laughs) I tell you to trust in God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I'm being serious because the word doesn't say that for us to just, you know, let it roll off our backs. Like, yeah, I heard you. Great. Great suggestion. Great suggestion. But no, we really need to do it because one thing that he also revealed to me is like, okay, Taylor, you are pouring out to others and you are telling them to do these things but I'm going to need you to do it too. And that main thing was, like I said, was trusting in him. And so what I've been filling my cup with in this past season is just allowing the Lord to have full, like to have full authority and power over my life. And that anything that he wants to happen I'm going to allow it to happen because I trust that anything that comes from him is going to be good. Yeah. And I've just been allowing him to love on me with the love of the father Mm -hmm. and allowing him to fill the holes and, you know, patch me back together because going through a season where not trusting God and trying to figure things out on your own, it's not easy. Get a lot of bumps and bruises. You get a lot of bumps and, and bruises. And trial and errors. But I can assure you that you can always come back to the Father. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. And I think with both of us, with um, what we've been filling our vessels up with and allowing it to come into um, overflow in our lives to where that's what's coming out of us whenever, um, you know, the squeeze is on, it takes a level of vulnerability before the father and i believe that's like a very special place to be in where you can just get exposed before him because i mean Mm -hmm. you know it's very easy to just kind of write him off like oh he already knows so i don't have to make mention of it like you what what's understood doesn't need to be said but sometimes it takes us just going to him and saying god you know but this is what i Mm -hmm. got going on in my life this is what's in my heart this is what's hindering me from walking in the fullness of what you have for me. I need help. Yes. That is such a beautiful act of surrender. It's like you have a baby that you know can't walk. You know they can't walk. They depend on the parent picking them up and transporting them from place to place. Mm -hmm. You are fully aware of that but there is something so special when a baby reaches up yes for you to grab them it's like oh you want me to pick you up Mm -hmm. not just out of a need but a want a desire to have that closeness and that relationship with god to the point where it's like you know what 
you are going to pick me up anyways because that's the type of father you are but i want you to pick me up matter mm -hmm. of fact get me right now i'm not gonna wait any longer and allow um the the cares of life and the uh, trials and tribulations to beat me up and to you know wear me out before i finally submit myself to you and allow you to care for me i'm gonna let you do it right now yes and so as we do that we begin to develop this um this track record and this habit so to speak of continue to go to him mm -hmm. the first time the first time the first time and not waiting till something happens to where it's like okay god now i'll try your word but coming into a revelation knowledge that god's word is instruction for our life it is health into our bones into our flesh and so when we understand that that becomes our first resort mm -hmm. and so for me i know like you know going back to the scriptures that i shared about you know what god if it's something that's in my heart that's preventing me from seeking you and doing things right in your sight then that i need that to be the first thing on my agenda is god help me get this out mm -hmm. so that i can experience all that you have for me to experience the first time yes. not i gotta go and get my tail whooped mm -hmm. and then i come with my tail tucked like god i don't know what happened out there but <laughs> i need you to help me fix it and if that's the case for for you then you know we learn through that but the thing is there should come a point in time in our walk with the father where he becomes the first yes and um i think to kind of wrap up with what we've been talking about is um in conjunction to the scriptures that we shared another familiar scripture um that we all know and love um in matthew 6 and 33 so above all constantly seek god's kingdom and his righteousness then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly and so right there is instructing us that when it comes to to our relationship with the father we have to seek him yes. adamantly as a vital necessity that you know what god there were times in the past where i sought you as more so of a of a um concession Mm -hmm. versus a necessity yes god i need you you it's in you that i live and that i breathe and i have my very being when we get to that point of desperation and just that adamant uh seeking of him then that's when god's like okay i got you now i got your heart mm -hmm. and i can do something with it mm -hmm. and then we're able to move beyond um coming under the um the um the control or the the maneuvering of life circumstances to where we are enfolded in the father and he's able to keep us from those things and that's something that i believe that we can bring out in later episodes where we get to the place where you know we're fully trusting the lord yes uh, because a lot of times when we read those scriptures and we're living out a life sometimes in the back of our minds it may be can i really get there mm-hmm well, the answer is yes, we can. Yes, we can. And so it's an exciting place to be in where we're filling ourselves up with the word um, and really getting revelation after revelation that, you know what, God, you didn't put this in here just to like have some words on a page, but you want me to apply it to my life so that I can actually see it in my own life. Mm -hmm. And then furthermore, be a testament to other people that if he did it for me, he can do it for you. Absolutely. Amen. So to wrap up this episode... 
as we already been wrapping it up. <laughs> um, basically, in this episode, we just wanted to leave you all with our testimonies of what God has been doing in our lives and the things that we have been dealing with and how Holy Spirit has been helping us navigate through that. And the scripture that came to mind, and I promise you I'm not going to be on here any longer, <laughs> but right above that in Matthew chapter 6, it talks about not worrying. And <laughs> it was like, if I take care of all of these things, like consider the birds, if I take care of everything else in creation, then what makes you think that I'm not going to take care of you? So whenever we come to these points in our lives where we feel like that, you know, whether if it's learning how to trust God or removing things from our life and trying to notice the things that, that are in our hearts that are keeping us from what God has for us. And so I can assure you, whatever season of life that you're going in and that you're whatever area that you need help with in your life, that you don't have to worry if God is going to help you through it. And you don't have to worry if he's going to supply you with everything that you need because he is going to take care of us. What, what's the scripture? Cast your cares or cast your anxieties on me because I care for you. Yes. It's something on those lines. But yeah, as I've been saying, I promise you, you don't have to worry about how God's going to do it. It's just a simple fact that you know that he is going to do it in whatever way that you need him to. Mm -hmm. So just as, just as he has filled our cups, then we can assure you that he's going to do the same for you. And so we thank you all so much for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 2 of Get, Get the, the Picture. picture.